Welcome to the How to Write and Self-Publish Your Travel Book Show. This podcast brings you the most up-to-date and relevant advice, tips, and strategies to get your travel book in front of a global audience. And here's your host, travel writer and digital nomad, Jay Artali. Hello, and welcome back. I took a brief sabbatical from podcasting to travel around France for 10 weeks. Now, it was meant to be longer, but this COVID-19 drama meant we had to hightail it out of the country before it went on lockdown. We got out by the skin of our teeth. I didn't want our French adventure to end. I think I must have some French heritage in my previous life. I'm addicted to soft, stinky cheese, a small, thin baguette called a ficelle, and uh, we kept the wine industry busy by exploring many different red wines. Having spent two decades in Los Angeles, I got used to French wines being expensive, and so we tended to stick to local Californian wines. So it was a real joy to be able to experiment with red wines from the different regions in France. And the jury has returned with a verdict. Bergerac, a neighbour of Bordeaux, is our favourite red wine region. Our trip was meant to go on to at least the end of the month. And we were volunteering our way around the country using Workaway, which is a website that brings together hosts and volunteers to work on projects. We did Workaway a couple of years ago in Cambodia and spent three months working in a bakery and manning a food stall at a weekly market. This time we worked in three different properties. My husband's a set painter in Hollywood, and he wanted to get involved in painting chateaus, and I was willing to muck in and do anything. As it turned out, we did some construction, wallpapering, gardening, sewing, and I did some social media for our hosts. So we worked in a variety of different properties. We worked in an 18th century flour mill near Milau, an 18th century chateau near Clermont-Ferrand, and an 18th century bed and breakfast in La Rochelle. We had one more chateau on our list, but we had to leave before we could start there. If you haven't heard of Workaway before, it's an excellent opportunity to travel on a budget. As part of the arrangement, you get free accommodation and meals in return for five hours work a day, and two days off a week. It's a reciprocation agreement that can work out really well. It can also be a nightmare, and one of our chateaus was just that. It was freezing cold, it smelled of cat pee, and that's all I'm going to say on the topic. We also explored more of France on our weekends off and fell in love with Montpellier and Lyon, and we also managed to squeeze in a couple of trips to Paris. France was fabulous, and I know we're going to be travelling there again. While I took a break from podcasting, I spent time focusing on my own travel blog. I've been blogging about our French adventures on my rovingj.com website. I've really enjoyed blogging as I travel. And now that I'm back in the UK, I've got time to wrap up those lingering posts and jump back into podcasting. I must admit that I hadn't even checked my podcast stats while I was traveling. And when I did, I saw that my show downloads have increased by three times over where they were at last year, which, to be honest, is why I suddenly decided to hop back into recording episodes. So let me take a moment to say thanks for being part of my audience. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to each of my podcast episodes. So again, thank you. I've been spending quite a lot of time interacting with the other travel bloggers. I'm an admin on a Facebook group for not-so-young female travel bloggers. So hop over to Facebook and join us over there. It's a really good community. And we're almost on our way to a 1,000 members. 
So since I've been blogging about my French adventures, I've been spending a lot of time interacting and collaborating with other travel bloggers there. And I've noticed that lots of them are feeling lost and overwhelmed and even a bit unenthusiastic about being a travel blogger. I mean, look, countries have blocked their borders and are limiting travel. So you may feel like, what's the point of blogging? But don't give up. Now it's an ideal time to do all those blogging tasks you keep putting off because let's face it, when the virus bans drift away, the tourism industry is going to be in rack and ruins and many businesses rely on seasonal tourism trade and this is going to be severely impacted this year for them. So we can all try and do our bit to support the travel industry with our travel blogs by showcasing all the fabulous places in the world you've been and, you know, inspire others to travel when the time is right. If you really can't face writing travel articles right now, go and give your travel blog some love. I know I need to look at broken links on my own travel blog. I've got a plug-in that is screaming at me about my broken links. Now it's a fiddly job, but fixing those broken links is going to have a positive impact on your site. So check your broken links and fix them or get rid of them altogether. Another thing that you can do is take a look at your most popular posts and see whether they need updating. Many of these top posts have been around a while and you may have more content to add or spruce up the layout or design a bit or add some extra images and then repost that blog post with a new date. And that way, if people are filtering on their search results for recent posts about a specific topic, yours has got more chance of showing up on the first page of the search results. Or why not create a roundup post and include links to all those articles and brief excerpts summarizing what those articles are about. Now, it doesn't have to focus on all one destination. It could be you want to pull together all your articles about shopping or all your articles about vegetarian food around the world. So whatever post that you've got that would fit under that umbrella, bring them into a centralized blog post and create a compelling roundup post. So not only will this post create traffic, it also makes it easy for site visitors to navigate to other related content within your site. Another activity I did recently was to create a collaborative post based on articles from other bloggers I've been interacting with. So I did a shout out on my not so young female travel bloggers Facebook group asking for articles about Ireland to tie into St. Patrick's Day on March the 17th. I've never been to Ireland and I didn't have any articles to showcase, but it didn't take long to get a whole list of bloggers that provided me with links and a tweetable quote that I could incorporate into my article. If you're not in the mood for creating content, how about revising elements within your site? So a good place to start is to look at your about page How relevant is it? How fresh is the content? Have you done or achieved things recently that would make good additions to your about page? What does your media page look like? Do you even have a media page? If not, then why not spend some time pulling together all the relevant information that you need to include in your media page? Or why not take a look at your side panels? What widgets do you have already included? Which ones would be good additions? And is there any stale content that you should consider deleting off your side panel altogether. And if you're really uninspired and want something to get your teeth into, how about looking at your theme? 
If you've been blogging long enough, you know how many challenges and hurdles can be thrown in your way when it comes to changing your theme. When you're trying to juggle multiple blogging tasks, it can be overwhelming. Go and search for a theme that is going to get you inspired about travel blogging again. Take your time searching all the different themes and find a potential one and then tweak and twiddle with the settings until you just can't wait to get back to blogging articles. Another thing you can look at is your social media content. If you've got time on your hands, why not schedule a load of content on Twitter and Pinterest? Get yourself organized and set yourself up for success. Do one or all of these tasks so that your site and your content is optimized to attract traffic to your site as soon as people start getting interested in booking their next trip. When all this COVID-19 action is done with, people are going to be ready for a holiday. The tourism and travel industry is going to need all the help it can get. And remember, your writing activity doesn't have to be limited to your blog. What about writing that travel guide you've always wanted to? What about writing a travel memoir or writing any travel-related book? Now's the time to get serious about your writing projects. I actually just started a travel memoir writing diary over on my Birds of a Feather Press blog. I started writing a travel memoir years ago and I've been procrastinating ever since. So I started this new writing diary to help keep myself accountable. I've got so many half-finished or half-started projects and I want to make the most of this downtime that's suddenly been offered to us on a plate. So have a think about the type of blog maintenance task or writing project that you want to tackle. You've been listening to How to Write and Self-Publish Your Travel Book Show, hosted by travel writer Jay Artali. Visit us at www.birdsofafeatherpress.com.